Welcome back to Magnify Him Together. This is Josh Hodge. We are in episode number 36 of Remember Now Thy Creator podcasts. All right. We have one last student interview with you. Uh, An interview about an animal supporting intelligent design. I hope you really enjoyed uh, this series on, on all of these different animals, which tell us about our amazing creator. Our God, which we worship, is, is clearly an intelligent God, a wonderful God, an awesome God. And students have put a lot of work into studying these animals and obviously allowing um, themselves to be interviewed to create these podcasts. So as I say, I hope you've really enjoyed it. This is the last one we're going to do. And it's we'll have one more podcast after this to wrap up uh, this season. And we'll join, we'll join back soon with some more podcasts. There might be a little gap in time. But um, as I say, this is the second last podcast. We'll have a podcast uh, in a couple weeks' time, which will wrap up the season, talk about some of the highlights, and give you the next, uh, give you a preview for the next season. And I think you'll really enjoy the next season's worth of podcasts as well. A lot more interviews to come, and a lot of exciting things. All right, so we'll leave it there, and we will play for you another interview. Uh, with a student. Welcome to the portion of the podcast where we have a student from Christadelphian Heritage College join us to talk about an animal and how that animal supports intelligent design. We've got Sydney May with us today. Sydney May. Tell me why you're so excited to join this podcast. Oh, I'm just so excited. (laughs) A lot of people listen to these podcasts, so to be able to help them, it's nice. All right, fantastic. Okay, so Sydney May, what are we going to talk about? Black bears. Black bears. I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah. Relatively? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, tell me about the black bear. Well... They're obviously adorable, but that's not fully true if they're running at you. (laughs) They may seem adorable, but they're like, they can get around 661 or so pounds. 661. We're not rounding down to 660. This is 661. Yeah. Okay. It's just, yeah, of course. You can't Uh, round down. You got to be accurate. Okay. Although it may not be accurate because, well, they're all different, but that's okay. Yeah, it is okay. And, and maybe that one extra pound, Sydney May, is what makes the black bear from cute to scary. Exactly. Why else might the black bear be scary? Well, their claws and their teeth are so extremely sharp that they can be, well, deadly, obviously. Especially with all the muscles they have. <laughs> if they, like, come at you with their claws, they'll, like, tear you apart. So you don't want to get in a fight with a black bear, is no. that what you're saying? Especially not when they're just trying to chill with their babies. Because they'll feel very threatened. <laughs> right, right. I think even the, the Bible talks about, like, David's mighty men yeah. were, like, bears robbed of their whelps. So, yeah. 
that analogy is used because you don't want to mess with a black bear, especially when the children are around, as you say. Now, do you know what you're supposed to do when you come in contact with these different bears? Any ideas? I think it's lie down, but it could be run. I'm pretty sure, well, polar bears are just good as dead. I think brown bears... So don't go to the Arctic. No. Okay. <laughs> brown bears, I think you run and then black bears you lie down, but I could be wrong. You know what? You're not uh, you're not being confident, so I'm not sure if I can trust you when I come to one of these bears. I... I'm going to be like, oh, do I lie down? Do I climb a tree? Uh, my advice for that would just be don't go near them. Okay. Just like, if you see one, just scream. And then it'll probably kill you, but if you... Yeah. All right. Don't mess with bears. Yeah. Don't mess with bears. That's a good summary. Now, let's yeah, let's stay away from black bears. We don't want them to eat people. What do they eat? Well, they're omnivores. So that means they'll eat anything that's available. Although um, their diets do largely depend on the time of year and where they're located. So. A lot of what they eat will be nuts and berries, especially in like late summer, autumn, that kind of seasons, because that's what is most available and easiest for them to find. But if they needed to eat anything else, they would, because omnivores eat meat and greens. Okay. Sounds like a balanced diet to me. Yeah. Good. How many of these bears are around? Like 900,000. They're in mostly North America, so Mexico, the U.S. states, I think 41 of the states. And every single province and territory, except PEI. Except PEI. Okay. So because we don't want to run into black bears, we should all move to PEI. Yeah. They're probably just afraid of Prince Edward. Okay. (laughs) Very funny. Okay. What else could you tell us about Sydney May? You you believe that the black bear is not just an intelligent animal, but an extremely intelligent animal. Yeah. Well, they have some very interesting characteristics. So... They actually do care and grieve deeply for others, like their family or other bears in their pack, sort of like we do, but obviously not to the extent that we do. And um, they're amazing climbers, swimmers, and runners, although they have poor eyesight, but all their other senses completely make up for that. Fascinating. Is there anything else you want to tell us, Sydney May? Any other unique characteristics about the black bear? Unlike many other animals, their gums are actually not attached to their teeth. So when they're going to retrieve berries or catch little animals, it's like they can just slurp them up. (laughs) If only everybody who's listening right now could see the actions that you were doing. It would be so much better. Yeah, but it makes it so much easier for them to catch the animals and retrieve the berries since their teeth aren't getting in the way. Okay. Have you ever seen a black bear by the way i have i mean we do live in ontario you say there's black bears in ontario on our way to um kids camp one year which is manitoulin Manitoulin island Island. yeah okay we were driving along the road and there was this open spot in the forest and there was this little tiny baby cub sitting there yeah and then so we got out of the car and we went to the side of the road and we were looking at it obviously far away because you don't want to mess with the bears as we said before and it was so cute and then in the back of the forest i think the mama bear was there and it was starting to get a bit mad. So before anything bad happened, we left. But it was good, good pretty, pretty cool. I, I actually have a similar story really? on the way to Manitoulin. Yeah. Only time I've ever seen a black bear. <laughs> I think this was for the youth conference there, mm-hmm. um, Young People's Week. And 
my dad was driving fast, I don't know, 100 kilometers an hour on this road. A bear walks out no right way. in front. My dad slams on the brakes. He didn't want to hit it with the wheel, so he hit it dead on. And it was a small bear, so it went underneath the van. We pulled over and we're all just shocked that the first bear we had ever seen in our lives, we just ran over. And the bear, like, we stopped, looked back, and the bear gets up, it stumbles, and thankfully, it stumbled off the side of the road, and it looked like it just kind of died there. Oh. And, yeah, we we just parked on the side of the road for five minutes in shock, and and then afterwards, the bear got up and walked away. Well, that's a pleasant story. Yeah. I just wish that I ran over to it, put it in a, a headlock, and got a picture. That would have been cool. But... Yeah, just take advantage of the hurt bear. That's right. Okay, anyways, um, there's one other thing I know you're going to tell us. And this is, this is not necessarily unique just to the bear, but we've done a number of podcasts now, and I think almost every student has said, these animals are intelligent. Same with the bear. And that speaks to a creator and intelligent designer. These are intelligence isn't created by chance. But this next thing you're going to tell us, um, we haven't discussed on any of the animal podcasts yet. And it's hibernation, right? Bears hibernate. Yeah. What, um, tell us what hibernation is, I suppose, and how it relates to the black bear. Well, hibernation is, don't quote me on this, but it's basically a time period. You hear that, everybody? We're not going to quote Sydney May yeah, on no. this. Okay. Mainly in the winter for like four or to six months where the animal, like bears, will go and they'll find a den and they'll bring food with them and they'll hibernate and they'll stay inside of this little den. They'll eat, they'll go to the bathroom, whatever they need to do. But it's a time where you don't see many of them and they don't get out of their den at all because before their hibernating season comes they will go they'll collect as much food as they need and they'll bring it in their den with them and throughout this time period which they hibernate in they'll occasionally wake up they'll eat they'll drink they'll go to the bathroom they'll do all that they need to do to stay healthy and alive while staying in this small area okay uh no do all animals that hibernate hibernate in the same way? Typically, yes. Okay. Except black bears. Except black bears. Yes. Black bears are different in a way where when they hibernate, they don't wake up at all, meaning they don't eat, they don't drink, they don't go to the bathroom. Instead, what they do is they'll find their den, they'll hibernate, and then for four to six months straight, they'll just sleep. And while this happens, their waste will recycle through their body, which actually helps them to heal on injuries they may have had before or um, keep them well and alive without having to do everything that the other hibernators do. That is amazing. I know. And do they have a special special name because they're unique in this way? And how yeah. They What's they're, it called? What's they're it called? called the super hibernators. Super hibernators. Okay. I love that. Pretty great. Now, Sydney May, we've talked a lot about the black bear. A lot yeah. about the black bear. And I I now want to know, and everybody who's listening wants to know, what does this tell us about the God we worship? He is extremely intelligent, and all his creations are so complex. 
I totally agree. And that's been one of the themes going through all of these animals, Sydney May, is that every animal is precisely de designed, all of its features are precise, precise to that animal for its habitat and location. You take some of these features away, you don't have the black bear anymore. You don't have whatever animal has these unique features. Is there anything else? Well, if you think about it, how would them being super hibernators, so-called, benefit the animals? Because if they're said to have evolved for the better, what benefit would this have for them to lie dormant for 46 months, whereas all the other hibernators don't have the tendency to do that? Right. And how do you go from an animal that doesn't hibernate to evolving to a spot where it does hibernate? Yeah, because they're said to come from a dog-like creature, and as we know, dogs do not hibernate. Right, right. Very interesting. Thank you for that, Sydney May. I, um, I enjoyed... I enjoyed doing this podcast with you. I hope you enjoyed doing it. It's actually fun. Yeah. Okay, I know. It's always better than you think. Yeah. Um, and hopefully everybody listening also enjoyed it and are now able to better remember their creator. Oh.